Welcome to another mental wellness moment with Dr. Nicholas Mitchell, Provincial Medical Director for Addiction and Mental Health with Alberta Health Services. Today, I talked to Dr. Mitchell about mental health in the aftermath of a disaster or emergency. Thanks for joining us today, Dr. Mitchell. First off, should I keep monitoring my mental health even after a disaster or emergency is over? So after a disaster or a traumatic incident, as we're trying to reestablish a sense of normalcy, and that can mean things like uh, returning home, uh, returning to work, um, getting back into normal routines, that can still be a high risk time for folks. Um, as you're grappling with the reality and the, the severity of, of what you've lost or potentially have lost uh, during a disaster, it can really hit you. And so it's important during those times to make sure that you're watching your physical health, you're eating well, um, you're getting enough sleep, um, you're watching for um, harmful patterns of coping like substance use, um, and then making sure that you're reaching out to the people around you and that you have a good support network um, as you navigate that process. While stress is normal, what are the signs that a person might be dealing with severe stress? So for most people going through a, a traumatic event or a disaster, um, the vast majority, it's normal to have symptoms of distress, which can be things like feeling anxious or muscle tension or difficulty sleeping. The challenge becomes when those symptoms are prolonged. Um, sometimes those symptoms don't appear for weeks or months after the event has happened. Um, if you start noticing um, things like changes in your mood, um, feelings of hopelessness, helplessness, um, difficulty functioning. That's when um, the stress is maybe beyond the scope of what would be expected um, or maybe would benefit from some sort of um, assessment or intervention. Do you have some tips on how to deal with stress? So generally speaking, when individuals are dealing with stress, the strategies that have worked for them in the past are the same sort of things that are going to work for them in the future. So if there are things that you enjoy doing, if there are things that help you cope with stress, if there are things that help you to relax, um, those things that have worked for you in the past will probably continue to work for you. Um, as the severity of a, a trauma or a disaster increases, sometimes our uh, resources can become overwhelmed. And the more that we have supportive relationships and people around us, um, uh, through that process and through that recovery process, the better we tend to do. Um, trying to recognize the things that are under our control and influence and manage those things while releasing the things that are beyond our control or influence is also important. We can spend a lot of our energy trying to change things that we can't, and that can just worsen the stress that we're under. Where can people go for support? It's important to reach out for help when you feel like what you're going through is lasting longer than you expected to, when it seems more severe than you can handle, if you're feeling overwhelmed, and especially when it's impacting your ability to function day to day, or it's uh, impacting your ability to enjoy your life, if you're feeling like you can't um, take joy or pleasure out of things, then that's quite concerning. So it's important at that point to reach out uh, for help. There are avenues where you can turn. We have information on our uh, Alberta Health Services Help in Tough Times website. And there's also the uh, Provincial Mental Health Helpline that's available 24-7 across the province, 1-877-303-2642. Thank you, Dr. Mitchell. You've been listening to a mental wellness moment produced by Alberta Health Services. You can find mental health supports for yourself and others at ahs.ca backslash help in tough times. Thanks for listening.